Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 31 of Beast and Boy Sports Talk with Marcus and I am Silas. And uh, I don't know where to start with this one. Um, yeah, we kind of a quick, short, not really a short episode. It was very chaotic near the end. <laughs> it was um, chaotic through. Yeah, camera battery kept dying. Uh, I mean, all we talked about was Calvin Ridley, Russell Wilson, and Bobby Wagner were all chaotic topics. And yeah. Bobby Wagner cut, got cut in the middle of the episode, so. Yeah, um, yeah let's, I guess let's just kind of start with that. Yeah, quick on, recap. Yeah, um, a lot of emotions were flying. Oh, yeah. Trey almost cried in front of my face. Yeah. When that happened. I made some threats that I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a sad day, man. I was just like, now that it's emotional as we know what's happening, we just kind of realize that he's getting cut to save cap space, and it is what it is. I mean, when the offseason started, it looked like he was either going to get cut or traded, but... The benefit of cutting him was the cap space, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was a hard day to be a Seahawks fan, though. It's like it said, I saw a tweet that said, F a breakup, you've been a Seahawks fan on March 8th. Yeah. It's like you lose two Hall of Famers in one day, it's hard to pill this one. It, it sucks, uh, like, um, just like with the business side of things, mm-hmm. you see, like, these cuts, people are like, well, why? Like, depends on age, de- depends on a lot of stuff, and just contract. Like, but I agree with you, it, the, it is a business at the end of the day. Yeah, like, that's, like, what, uh, that's what they're like, doing. I remember business. Packers, they, they cut, um, was it Clay Matthews and then like Jordy Nelson? Yep. Like, same season, right? Or like uh, back yeah, years, yeah, yeah, something like that. And it, I remember the same reaction. Just, Why are we doing this? Is ridiculous. Fire the GM. Like it, but yeah, I mean, I guess if we're doing a full rebuild, I don't get why a 32 year old Bobby Wagner wants to come back and hang around. I, I think I don't. I get it. Like I get yeah. why he would want to. I get the business out of keeping, get, getting more cap uh, cap space by getting rid of him, but. God, it's like Buddy was like back to back first team All Pro, and for I mean he's first team All Pro for like the last six seven years or second every year. Yeah. Pro Bowl every year, leading the Seahawks attack every year, leads the NFC West, had back to season where he led the league. Like it's just it's hard to swallow. I mean, he's been playing arguably better than Russell in the last. Yeah, he he's, <laughs> he's so, so good. Dominant. He's just always there. And Big a, impact. A good, a good leader, I think. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a, a that's something that people as non. Seahawks fans aren't going to realize and wherever he goes, I mean, he literally will be the leader in the defense. He calls plays, he calls audibles, he's the middle linebacker, like, so, I mean, wherever he goes, man. Super smart guy. Very dangerous wherever he goes. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Big impact. Yeah, so, as we thought, the, all of the news was kind of, like, thawing out. Yep. Um, Carson Wentz got traded yesterday mm-hmm. um, to the Washington Commanders. It's still being hard to keep saying that, Washington Commanders. It still sounds like an XFL or a USFL team. It doesn't flow off the tongue like an NFL Not team. yet. Not yet. It'll get there. Um, basically for uh, two third-rounders. Yeah, two third-rounders. And there's a com- complimentary, like... Uh, Where I think if he plays and hits some stat points, it goes from his third to a second. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, this is a funny one, because yeah. I know Russell's so much more valuable. I mean, It's uncomparable. Yeah, I mean... Wentz just got traded last year from yeah. like basically two first round picks. Yeah. And then now it's only two thirds. Hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> and um, they're passing that man around. Yeah. I, there's the last player to jump around to th- start with three different teams three seasons was Sam Bradford, who was also an Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's um, jarring. Uh, people were like, this team won, this team won. I think it's def- definitely a different situation for two teams. 
Yeah, I, it's just, I mean, like, what's, what's your take? Because my take is just the the Colts didn't want to pay it. He's not elite enough to pay that price. Yeah. The best thing to do now is to not pay the contract out and look for a better option. But then for the commanders, I go, hey, man, y'all don't have a QB. Let's not draft some 20-year-old that's going to take three years to develop when Carson could be there for three years. But Yeah. Um, the thing, though, I have zero faith in Carson Wentz. It's going to be the funniest thing watching commanders fans. Uh, every weekend go through turmoil because it's uh, he's not that good. It's, yeah, it's been showing time and time again. I don't like. It's like, do I have to be a broken record? We've seen it the past like three years. Going and the mistakes years. are similar. Like the mistakes yeah. are always hot. Yeah, it's like, dude, there's no need to to like <laughs> literally make it like the last play you've ever had in your entire life. <laughs> That's Magnus said it best. He plays every play like a gun to his head. Super Bowl overtime, yeah. fourth and twelve. <laughs> like yeah, it's like he will do whatever he can. And, Always yeah. goes negatively. It's like, dude, yeah. like, these don't have to do that. And it's funny. Where it's like, this is a good situation for Carson Wentz. It's, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Indianapolis Colts is probably the best scenario for Carson Wentz. See, it was because the defense was so good. The line happened. was good. The line was the best in the league. You had the best running back last year. Most Pro Bowlers. Most Pro Bowlers. The, I mean, the defense, not even. Best, good special teams. Yes. Oh my I God. Think, like, one of the second, like, First or second best. best special teams, yeah. I mean, that was you don't get handed a better like if you throw, I don't know. There's a handful of, like if let's say Matthew Stafford went there, like, they're deep in the playoff. Russell Wilson got traded there, super deep in the playoff. I mean, there's a lot of like just for I think Aaron Rodgers ended up going there. Super. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks you plug into that scenario, yeah. and the result is like 14 wins in a one seed. Yeah, but it's, it's ridiculous now he gets to play uh, the Eagles twice a year. Yeah, back in the NFC East, I think. Yeah, so that's what I have in here is I'm really curious how he does, but being back in the NFC East, playing them every year, and then running to Philly, I think they go one and two. I think they split the games against uh, the Eagles, and I always say that just because they're not neither team's really good. Like I don't see either one dominating, and then I think they lose to Philly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just also with the um, I, I I don't think it's a lose necessarily for. Washington, because for how cheap they got him, yeah, it just—it's a lot of money, and there's a lot of cap hit. So that's the big thing for Washington is, I think, I mean, I don't, what do you think about this? But I think that with Washington so young, they have so many guys still on young contracts, they can afford to pay that for a few years. Mm-hmm. What they can't afford to do is re-sign him in three years. When t- scary Terry needs a paycheck and Chief Young's coming up and Antonio Gibson sweats coming up and Antonio Gibson is like, hey man, where's my money? I'm paying yeah. nothing. So um, right now, they, I think they can afford it. Yeah, yeah. And then when you look on the side of the Colts, there's a big hole now. There's yep. a huge hole. Yep. What what do you want to do? Um, I heard immediately almost afterwards they are eyeing Jim Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I guess the the benefit is they have some picks to play with, so they could. Yeah, I don't you know. Think they have a better chance at going to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, because I think he's better than Carson Wentz slightly. I don't think he's. I don't think that they're see like their their odds for the Super Bowl are going to go from like plus ten k to plus nine hundred and fifty. It's like plus a thousand to plus nine k. It's not going to yeah, be. It's like uh, they wanted to go after quarterback, but. If you get Jimmy Garoppolo, it's kind of like settling for mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, man, I don't think he's as bad as people say or think. I think 
Okay, let me rephrase that. I think he's had his mistakes. I think it's really possible that with a new organization, a new offensive coordinator, a new plays, a new everything, maybe that fits him a little more, a little less running. Yeah. Which obviously, I think mean, QB loves him. I mean, the run plays are working. Defense is good. You're happy. You're happy. You're, everything's good. But I don't know. I think it's the same thing with Drew Locke, which I want to wrap up at the end. I'm not going to throw it now because no one cares but Saints fans. But it's the same thing. I think even Mitchell Trubisky, people talk about behind Josh Allen, and he's gotten some starts in. I mean, there are people that I think are deserving of new shots. I think yeah. there's people who aren't. Like, I think we've seen enough of Sam Darnold. I think we've seen enough. I mean, there, there's, yeah. there's people. We've seen enough of Danny Dimes. There's people that I'm like, Hey man, you played forty games. You're not good, but yeah. there's other people that probably got the short end of the stick, and I'd, I'd like to see where he what he can do. It's no matter where he goes. I think mm-hmm. who would you say? I said I think he's the best free agent quarterback available right now, or that's yeah, on the I'll, trade block. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, trading because it's a. Uh, I mean, all like the big, uh, uh-huh. like like quarterbacks, Rodgers. Yep, Russell. They're all been dealt. Those are the two big. Yeah, two big, two so. biggest, and then Deshaun. But Deshaun's still barring legal things. It'll we'll see be tomorrow. happen tomorrow, so it should come up this morning. So that's really big. Even with the Deshaun thing, I believe he should be reinstated if everything goes perfect on Friday. But with I mean, there's 22 charges, so I, it, there's yeah. I mean, it could literally be as little as the Harris County DAs go, "Hey, man, we're still dealing with one." But yeah. ideally. He's reinstated, and that's another one. But yeah, I think that's the best available option on this quarterback topic. Do what do you want to quickly discuss some Jordan Love trades? Just yeah, yeah. The topic there's also teams rumors teams. they might go for Jordan Love because that's originally who they yeah. wanted in the draft. They are trying to get him, but then they're, then the actors traded up for sure. Um, also, uh, once like Colts are working with sixty nine million dollars in cap. Their first with Chicago Bears at 61, and then Seattle's now third with 51. So you guys have money. Dang, and we have draft picks, man. Yeah. Like That's good. That's already yeah. a successful rebuild so far. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That makes me a little happier just to know there's money to play with, and then the benefit of that, too, is that the cap hit's not going to kill us every... Like, once yeah. Bobby's cap hit goes away and Russell's cap goes away, yeah, that like, adds more. Yeah, you get some more. Like, 100. Yeah, where it's basically a full rebuild where you can... Yeah. Kind of lock it. If anyone else goes, then we're going to be number one immediately, probably. If we yeah, trade you guys were like, it's for like thing after the rust trade. You guys were first for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the dead hit of Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. Um, it quarterbacks so Colts. Uh, what do you think? They're about? they're up to their sixth starting quarterback in week one. Um, and it's not a good look. And just fifth total mm-hmm. uh, starting quarterback. Not a good look. Yeah, not not okay. Uh, For a rumor, team that's had a lot of success outside of the quarterback, rumored Jordan Love. Uh, I think we talked about a little bit uh, yesterday's podcast, where we said basically where I stand is, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there until your tires actually. Yep. There's no reason to have Jordan Love stick four around years. for four or five years. Like Trey gave the Brett Favre analogy, and I said. Brett Favre's a goat. Like, yeah. He's a top quarterback of all time that Aaron had no choice but to sit behind. Which, not saying Aaron isn't, but I don't think the talent behind Aaron is... A, like, I don't think the talent is equivalent. There's not an Aaron Rodgers behind. There's not a, a Brett Favre behind him or vice versa. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but... Um, it's just... Brett... It, it's just like, it's already three years with Jordan Love. Do you think literally by his seventh year he wants to stay as a backup here? I think by seven years in, he want to quit football. Like, yeah, exactly. Seven years in, he's like, I'm a backup man. All I'm doing is 
playing drills and watching film as a full time job. As a first round pick. As a first round pick. Yeah, so. I think, and this is like. I have the best interest for him. Yeah. To move on is just like, even, I think he's a total reason to be like, can I just get traded? Like, can I get traded? I think no one is upset if he does that. No, and I don't. I really don't expect us to get a whole lot at all. I don't really care. Just yeah. a human being. I mean, to get my a thing fresh is, start. if the Colts could turn like one of those third round picks into Jordan Love, just yeah. one straight up, yeah. you're not getting a. And it might be a hot take, but you're not getting a court. I think Jordan Love would be the best quarterback to start next year of the young guys. I mean, obviously not T. Lon. I mean, those guys, but like. Basically, what I'm saying, would you rather draft a quarterback in that second to third round and wing it and have this middle-of-the-pack quarterback come out and start? Or would you rather have Jordan Love, who's been in the league and understands the NFL and developed behind Aaron Rodgers and has a big arm and really hasn't gotten a shot? No, no. I mean, no, that's because I would. He has a great team around him. Yep. See, they're probably going to get another weapon. Affordable. Get, like Allen Robinson or something. Yeah. Uh, wow. It would be game-changing. It would. It, there's just a lot of... Because probably not coming back. No, I yeah. think, yeah. No way. And uh, also with the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, I wanted to kind of hammer in why I don't think it would be a fit. Is yeah, it's a run game, it's play action. It would probably be like, just like 49ers for him because he can't be a slang in the quarterback. But yeah. at the same time, I look at that wide receiver room, and I just see a lot of deep threats. Zach Haskell, yeah. or uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, different. yeah, and then Michael Pittman. They're all just fifty-fifty of all like deep. Yes, no, they are. And it's just like I don't. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have a deep. He he lives for the yards. Yeah, he he lives for the yards. It is. It does open up the offense, obviously, when you have that over the top threat. But yeah, I agree with you. The worry is that if there's no other like if there is no guy to run slants and curls beautifully and get those yards. It's like, like blanket like George Kittle and oh, yeah. Sam. Debo, yeah, coming underneath and the checkdowns from their million running backs that rotated it out that are healthy and quick every time and yeah, I don't know. That's I I do think right now though that the Colts are probably the best fit for him just because of the running game, the defense is in place, and barring a receiver that they could be they could take the they could trade a third round pick for him, for Jimmy Grumble or for him. I wonder what Jimmy's trade value is. I really do. It's it's really hard to say and I mean I don't know until the, until pops up on Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport tells me because yeah, I see it as like a like high second round. I feel like yeah, I think I think that's true. Just because he's shown how these he's shown he's a quarterback that can start and win you ten games. Yeah, basically, he's a winner. Just he doesn't have like all the cool abilities that we see like every single other quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, run, you can throw on the run, like all these crazy things. This is so funny that I read about this more yesterday too. That he just got shoulder surgery, and apparently everything went well. And it's very, very minor, and it has no impact on his throwing. But someone said that he thinks Joe Staley said that he thinks Jimmy Garoppolo's surgery was an attempt to lower his trade value. That he thinks he put out all the information about his surgery to lower the trade value. But like the only benefit for that would be to give your new team more picks and players yeah. to keep. That'd be really funny, but. I mean, I could see why teams would be like, hey, man, this dude just had shoulder surgery. Yeah, yeah. But I also see why they'd be like, okay, well, if it doesn't matter, like, screw it, let's get him on our team. Yes, it, it, it's, it, it is interesting on the QB carousel right now. Because I yeah. think, uh, like, we, we brought up him earlier, like, Carolina, 
Like, nothing's been up with them. Like, so that's a weird one. I mean, what the hell are they going to do? You just settle on Cam Newton, man? Like, <laughs> is that really the world we're in the 2022 season? You know, uh, Sam Darnold still rocket for one more year. Like, or they're just waiting for... Because they were excited about him. Like, they, yeah. they really had a thrill for him. And before he got injured, I mean, that they were the greatest hot and cold example ever. But, oh, wow, I didn't realize this. So, Jimmy G has one more year left on that big contract. Okay. So next year he's owed $24 million, and then, wow, it says the dead cap is 26.9. So you basically eat the whole dead cap. Oh, gosh. So the whole contract for the next season. Oh. Holy crap. And then the dead cap for the year after that, which would be next year, which would be one. Yeah. But holy big numbers. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a big thing for a team because if Jimmy's not happy, or if they're just dysfunctional, he's going to leave. I mean, the hell is he even... Unless it's a... That's more NBA style, to trade with a deal. Like James Harden. I don't know if you know what happened with that, that he didn't sign the right paperwork within the right time of being traded. Which is real fishy to me. It really screams like, ooh, is he going to leave again? But, yeah, I'm excited to see kind of, yeah, how it unfolds. And then, uh, yeah, that's a lot of just NBA, I mean, NFL yeah. talk. Big uh, lot going on for middle of the offseason, man. Yeah, the year is so NFL is a twenty four seven thing. It really is. It's just year long. I mean, there's sports that stay on all year, all summer, and don't even talk basketball or hockey. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it, this is just a sport where it's just um, it just rules. It just rules. Yeah. Uh, and then let's get into um, let's oh yeah, uh, UFC two seventy two recap. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a lame one. That. It was so, so, such a lame Yeah, game. I don't... Like, just a like, quick recap is Masvidal just got wrestled. Yeah, Ma- Masvidal can't wrestle, can't take... He has no takedown defense. Uh, we were both incorrect about the Bryce Mitchell win. We both said that's Barbosa. He's getting a lot older. I mean, he just really... Don't mean to be a dick. He really just looks like an old fighter. Like, yeah. he was very defensive, meaning wasn't pushing forward. Wasn't that RDA one or Rafael Dos Santos. Uh... Or Dos Anjos, not Dos Santos. And then, yeah, I mean, it was a... Greg Hardy got knocked out. That's always a fun thing for us. Yep. Can we... I mean... The Greg... This is my... Uh, t- no, no, this is my... Take. The Greg Hardy experience over. So he started off on the Dana White Contender Series, where most of the centers... When, I don't know if you know, they do that. They do Tuesday White... TWCCS Tuesday... Nights with Dana White's Contender Series, whatever the hell they call it, is on Fight Pass. They, but they bring a bunch of intermediate fighters in, and every week he signs one fighter. So there's a few hundred fighters, signs one. You basically have to keep winning over and over and over and prove. Shit. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just think there's so many deserving fighters. I think the, I think Greg Hardy's a big name. I think he deserves to be in more of a PFL, which is a professional fighter, or Bellator, which is a step below. I think it's silly to have him... It, basically, it's a money grab. People are going to buy it. NFL fans are going to buy it. I just think that if there's more deserving fighters, and he's now proven that as he's lost four of his last five, can we... Like, the Greg Hardy experiment's over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was... It was a very boring card, though. Very I'm not going to hype it up. It was very, very yeah, boring. Very lame. The prelims were immaculate. Yeah. So, from Kevin Holland, uh, anything down. Bryce Mitchell was just, like, domination, but Kevin Holland looked really, really good. One, uh... I can't remember the other guy's name right here. Yeah, Sergi Spavik looked really, really good. New name in the heavyweight division. Just fought really, really clean. The prelim card, there was two ladies with other names. 
uh, Mar Mariana Rodriguez and Yain, I don't even try to attempt your last name, was immaculate fight. Like you, yeah. I don't want to say rarely, but you fucking rarely see two women stand in the middle of the octagon for 15 minutes and just see who's going to fall. I mean, there was no kickboxing, there was no wrestling. It was literally stand-up punching and then uh, Nicole Similar name to her, Mario Medoff, not, but some other uh, Dagestanian uh, Sambo fighter. Mm -hmm. Classic Sambo fighting, wrestling, ground and pound, quick, easy win. So that's my wrap up. We'll do a little more as these next cards are starting to unfold. We actually have three straight weekends of uh, one month until the next period. Three straight weekends of just fight nights. So everything, if you want to get into it anymore, I don't know, anyone listening, it's on ESPN every Saturday night. So. No, no pain, no nothing. So. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then let's just get into it. It's four days. Then four days, we got March Madness. Super episodes. Super episodes. Well, three, three, right, three episodes this week. Or I would guess Monday morning. Because yeah, it's Sunday selection, and Monday morning we'll, have a, we'll probably record after Sunday selection. So yeah. we'll so, give it a few hours, make a bracket. It's going to be great. Uh, tune in for that, though. To, Quick, yeah. quick uh, shout out to Eastern Washington. Yeah, we've uh, won our first game. Yeah, won first game. We, I think we play. Uh, we play today, right? Yep. So we play today against Northern Colorado, who we lost to by a layup in the regular season. We were at the, I was at the game with my cousin Darnell, and literally, man, they stole the ball, called a timeout, and a layup with one second left to win. We have the exact same record. Uh, the winner of the Big Sky punches their ticket to March Madness. So that's how we made it last year. So yeah, how many more rounds? It's this one. Semi or this is uh, there should be what, like what two more games? Uh, I, I believe we should be in semifinals. Should be after this one and then championship game. Man, so we we I, I look you know I we've been so busy with football so for our school. Um, we're like I'm finally catching it and we got we got a squad, dude. Like I mean I, I went to like a couple home games. Yeah, and it was super fun. That steel ventures guy, six seven Super guard, good. a guard yeah. who's shooting forty three percent. Really, I think last week or two weeks ago, he was like sixth in the nation for three point percentage. Yep, that's and he's a freshman. He's a sorry. freshman, redshirt freshman. Sorry, I forgot yeah. to say that part. Redshirt, yeah, freshman. <laughs> and then Ethan Price, we had a kid come over here from the UK. Yeah, six ten, really tall, skinny white kids play so good. Uh, one big sky front rookie of the or freshman of the year, which is just great. Like that. I mean, between our redshirt freshman balling out and our true freshman playing crazy and starting, and then our young guys, and people don't forget that this Eastern team almost beat Kansas in March Madness last year. It was insane. And we lost our two best starters and our entire coaching staff. So keep in mind, this is an entirely new coaching staff. Yeah, and then we got uh, also uh, Linton. I do not want to butcher his last name. Yes. But he's a... Beast, he, he dropped 20, points. Yeah, he, he got 20 points uh, yesterday yeah. for the team. and Man, it's just, it is really cool seeing uh, kind of like just our school. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Like our, it's, our athletics. it's guys that walk around our campus. They're balling out. And, <laughs> I mean, seriously, they play really good. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is really awesome. I really hope they make it to the dance. I think that would be just so much fun. So cool. the, the whole, the hope of like the underdog story is just so fun. Like, I really thought we were about to be Kansas. And then it started pressing. Well, I get it. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, our highest ranked guy is a three-star, your lowest ranked starter is a four-star. Yeah, so, like, we're not they're recruiting that the recruiting isn't the same, but competing with a team like that is so crazy. Yeah, it is great. And then coaching and all that. 
and this is a first year new like this is a new coach what they have. New coaching staff. Yeah. Assistant player left. It's yeah. so much change and they're like Shout out to the Grooves brothers. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Grooves averaged fourteen and five at uh, Oklahoma this year. And his a younger brother averaged five points. So just impressive. Yeah, two two small school guys that you know the game's out at ten PM tonight on ESPN Plus when it Yeah. Oklahoma they versus Baylor tonight. So Ooh, big game. That's pretty hard for Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He starts. Pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Which is Trump starting Easter to start to get a massive school. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, NBA we'll talk real quick. And then yeah, NBA, we first started off with uh, Ben Simmons filed a grievance, is going to file a grievance against the 76ers. So we knew this was going to happen. This is no new, I mean, at least for me, this is no new knowledge. It's because of all the money that they're trying to jack from him. And from my understanding and my slight reading from the... I, the thing this is going to happen, so I read before, was that it's likely going to win in his favor. So he won't yeah. be paying for it. I, I don't want to be sound like a bad person and say that he deserves to pay the money, but he deserves to pay the money. He signed a contract saying he'd play for someone, and he kind of BSed and milked his way out of not playing. It's saying mental so, health and all this, where it's like... Which to me, is, it's irritating to use that as an excuse. Yeah, I, 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 I hate how... I how take it seriously, and it's, it's just like... It's Don't taking away from people who are actually struggling and who actually need to take time off to keep themselves mentally sane. Yeah, so it's a shame that it's it's annoying and it's immature, quite frankly. It really is, but um, not to say I hope he doesn't win, but I hope he doesn't win, and yeah, it is what it is. He, like he's like the he's like that ex what you have, you know? Like, like you, you we all got the ex where it's like after like two or three months of dating, she like randomly texts you, she's drunk, and you're like, you're what? Where did this come from? We don't talk in like three months. Yeah, happens to me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit home. Yeah, real hard, but... <laughs> but no, no yeah, it's a perfect analogy. I don't yeah. know. It's like, why, dude? You're like on a different team. They're trying to work on your shot, you know, and they're trying to, to me, on the court. It goes, drama, 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 and your new team that you still haven't played for yet. As a young guy who's... I mean, what's still up? has a lot to prove. He still hasn't played, dude. Like, I don't... Fucking understand what like, I don't understand what what does he think that he can just show up day one of the playoffs? Yeah, he he has a weird mindset of things. But do you do you really think that's what he thinks? He can come for four games, get a little bit of chemistry, and just play positionless basketball? Because my thing is, the quicker you get on the court, the better and more yeah, dangerous you're going to be. The only reason why he's not on the court is just because he's not in condition. Yeah, and it's on my back. But it's like, man. My take is you got to be ready every single day to be traded. Like, if, if your goal is to be traded, you better be ready to show up day one and start. Like, I don't think he was necessarily in the thought mindset. Like, he was actually going to get traded this year. I think he thought he was going to take the year off, and they were going to be all right. Yeah, 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 all right. So it, it's just so immature. It's like, well, you're, if you're under contract, you want to stay in shape, dude. Like, yeah. You always want. Unless you're like James Harden, and you're just a wizard where you get fat and then like a week later with the team you're just shredded. Yeah. Which is <laughs> so no, weird. It, it is. It's a great crazy thing. And then last night, uh Lakers. Lakers in overtime versus the Houston Rockets, who are not a great team at all. No. Uh they're a team that they lost in overtime and then Jalen Green's commentary at the end was our game plan was just to attack Melo. <laughs> he said attack Melo. I saw Melo. Yeah. Someone said someone said when the Rockets run into the Lakers again that Melo's going to call ISO ball on him like 50 times. Oh, you know Melo still has that mid-range. Like, he'll call ISO and he'll piece you up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is older though. So I, I get why. Dude, the average age on that team has to be 25. Like, that team is full of... It's like Oklahoma. But yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And 
the Lakers, I do not know. Uh, I don't know about, dude. So I just, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but everyone, the whole offseason, they, dude, they came in as the favorites to win the NBA title. Yeah. They are currently ranked 20th in the NBA. Yes, 20th. Ninth in the West, a game out of dropping down to 10th or two games out of dropping to 10th, something like that, to become a 10 seed. I mean, like, yeah. barring some injuries, there's no excuse for this. Like, I, I said this all offseason saying, hey, how about we don't pick piece together a team full of 40 year olds, but shit, it is what it is, and this is what you get when you do it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just like ridiculous, and um, I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. Like, and if they, I think that if they make it to that playing game and they somehow win, I think they go get swept or yeah, I, I seriously think like, they're going to get You swept. run into a hot Phoenix or a Warriors with Wiseman and Iggy and Dre back, yeah. and good luck, man. Like You're going to get pieced up. Yeah, and uh, a little light on the West. Um, we got our first, first clinch. Phoenix wow. Suns clinched the playoffs. <laughs> um, That's crazy. They are so, every single yeah, game. Yeah, they are so good. So I, I watched them last night. and I, You know, like, the hype last year. It was just, yeah. like, the big Phoenix Suns hype. Oh, and after they lost, yeah. it was kind of like, eh, whatever. It's been quiet. He's, this team's so goddamn good. And people forget how dominant that Bucks team they lost to yeah. was. Like, it wasn't a mid-team. They lost to, like, like the best Bucks team, maybe, in the, like, since... Yeah. People set up on the bus, but I, I think the Suns are going to make it. I think. I think Suns Warriors Western Conference Championship might be the most fun series we've seen in like a decade. Like I think that literally they're really fun to watch. And then, but also that I mean, Chris Paul isn't back. Oh, you guys are on third. Warriors are third. Yeah, they went from second. Yeah, just big. For whatever reason, Dallas has gotten the better of us. And I mean, can we just real quick? I mean, I'm not even pull up a stats or anything, but just. Just talk about Luca. It's not even the stats. Just turn on a Mavs game occasionally. We're talking about the Suns. Like watching Aiton and and uh, Booker run pick and rolls is like, oh my god! It's like chef's kiss. It's so fun. And then with Chris Paul. And, and then with Chris Paul in the equation. Cam Johnson is actually Cam Johnson's bowling out in bridges and oh my god! It's such a fun team to watch. And but turn on a Mavs game occasionally. Just never on TV. Turn it on. And just watch Luca play. They did get blown out by like three. They did. I saw. Yeah. They. I saw Lucas started off on a cold streak, and then all of a sudden they were down thirty in the second quarter. I said, "Huh?" Yeah. But <laughs> that's really crazy. Yeah. Lucas averaging twenty-eight points and eight assists. What is his boards? I feel like he has to. He yeah. leads the team in points and assists, though. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Stud. Yeah, he's so good. And I mean, I know between him, Tatum, Jaw, Trey, we have like ten guys, man, that can be all stars that haven't hit twenty-five. Like he's a six-seven point guard. Six. <laughs> he's a six-seven point. Guard. <laughs> Who won Euroleague MVP as a sixteen-year-old? It's quite. Like, insane. It's, <laughs> it is quite insane. He yeah, he's averaging. I think it's like twenty-eight-eight-five, like nine rebounds. Holy fuck! <laughs> that's crazy, man. What? <laughs> that's crazy. That's why I wanted to pull it out. It is interesting. Yeah, how it's not even in any like MVP consideration. Twenty-eight-eight-nine. Yeah, I would. I'd throw him in the equation. <laughs> Yeah, and like <laughs> I mean, he's putting up like seven. He's what is Joe? What did he say? Like tenth all time triple double. Where where is he at? Yep, tenth all time, and he's twenty two years old. and has played three seasons. Well, that is uh... <laughs> like if that's not just one way to just shit on a complete statistic. Yeah, like I don't know what is. Yeah, that 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 is ridiculous in Dallas. I I felt like a couple years ago they kept making the playoffs like a year, like two years ago. It's like yeah, and eh, they're probably not gonna make any emo- like commotion or any of anything. They're like. 
a weird middle of the pack seat where everyone had hype around it because Porzingis and Luca is like, oh, they're going to wreak havoc on the West. They're Saving gonna... the 31 million of cutting Porzingis or trading him probably is the most genius position. Because yeah. extra guys now and yes. they, like more he- like just healthier team overall now, which I think which is. Insane. I think they're one year away from making a deep playoff run. I think they'll make a run this year. They'll win. They'll win the series. They're going to win the series. You you throw them a. I mean, shit, you throw them those six, seven, eight, nine West teams, they'll, they'll win the series. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. So here's something else I uh, really, really want to t- uh, touch on real quick is Spencer Dinwiddie. So he got traded to the Mavs in that Porzingis trade. And Dallas fans weren't happy, and I actually I talked about him possibly getting shut down. He actually is not shut down and has been playing. How he's been playing, I don't know, don't care, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> but, I mean, you go through... <laughs> you go... <laughs> You go through, and he averaged, I believe he came here averaging around 10 points a game, but just to throw out some numbers, when he was in Washington, he was getting 22, 17, 7, 11, 4, 5, 7, 4, 14, 5, 8. He's coming to Dallas. Here's his last 10 games since he's been to Dallas. 20, 24, 14, 17, 36, 23, 14. And he's coming off the bench. And he's coming off the bench. So, just just saying, I mean, they, they wanted another little piece for Luka, and this but dude's like, almost doubled his points per game. Like immediate scoring off the bench. Because I felt like when Luca's out, yeah. like, oh, there's like no one really to do Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, his last 10, he's averaging 17 and 7. His career is averaging 11. So just a big boost, man. It's awesome. Like it's a really big piece. And keep in mind, the uh, they have a lot of young guys on this uh, Mavericks team. Like, I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot, like... Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, they just got Reggie Bullock, who's not super young. Frank Milikita, Dwight Powell's paying the best of his career. Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, who they just both signed both those guys to do contracts. So I think they're one. They're a perfect example of a team. Give them a good small forward, and ooh wee, the West is the most stacked in like, yeah. like <laughs> it's gonna be insane. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Yeah, watch watching basketball right now is just so beautiful. Yeah, so much. And Lucas, the like the third or fourth paid player on his team, which is so funny. Oh yeah, he's gonna go. He's yeah. gonna get a bag. Like, didn't he already sign it? It's just, it just hasn't. Kicked it in. hasn't kicked in. He signed uh, not just a max, but because he was already on Dallas and the super max, so it's yeah. top money, top year, top. Which in basketball has been proven to be the best thing to do. Yeah, it's just to keep him there. There's no reason to do. What well, helps with I feel like loyalty. It does. But then I think it's like always. Oh, so the benefit that contract. contract ends, and you can give him. What do they call it? The super super max, where you re-sign someone off of it. It's like what Steph got, which is three hundred million five years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Players like basically, where no matter what you do, get cut, get traded, you still are going to get like ninety percent yeah, of the contract. It's awesome. It's awesome, and it's great for it's great. It's great for the players. It really it helps with loyalty, which is seemingly non-existent in today's NBA. Yeah, no, which is so annoying. Yeah, I'm, uh, it annoys me a lot. And, and I'm no one to talk as KD, but shit, Steph and Clay sure were drafted and. Played for the same team for quite some years now. Yeah, yeah. And your game, same thing. Because I, I feel like it's just lost. Like, I think feel like the last person was like Kobe. You know, just like legend for him, yep. like all time. It's just so incredible. Yeah, it's like these guys are just loyal. Kevin Garnett, you know. Yeah. I mean, you would say kind of say like uh, Dwayne Wade, but at the same time, it's just like I was. Yeah, and he did jump around at the end. It was like bull. I think bulls and cats. Yeah, like, I want to go back to Miami. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, he signed a five-year extension worth two hundred seven million dollars. So ooh, ooh, keep him in Dallas. First, first big contract in the NBA. Not too bad. 
He's proven it though. I mean, as a 20 year old, I think he proved, this is a crazy statement. As a 20 year old, he proved why you should give him $200 million. Which I don't know how many people in the history of this world even could say, well, yeah, I'm 20 and whatever my career is, I proved that some billionaire should give me 200 mil. Yeah, ridiculous. Mark Cuban said he's never going to leave. He's like, he's gonna, he wants him to be like a Dirk, where we're going to hand him money, he's going to be a figure of Dallas, and he's going to come and go as a map. And I think that's awesome, and it'd be great for the city of Dallas. So. Yeah. Um, that's kind of wrapping up with NBA talk. Yeah, that. I just want to throw a little touch about MLB real quick. And yeah. No, no good news. Opening day is being pushed back to April 14th. There's officially been 93 games canceled. So I think that would be two series, meaning about six games for each team. Yeah, something like that. That sounds good. Yep. I don't know. It's sad. I just, I see a future where we're talking about, like, uh, we're talking no games. We're talking no games in the late April. And this is a really bad thing. And I, uh, I'm blanking on actual word it's whatever it's called it's the amount of time you spend in uh, an organization and it's uh, based off the amount of days you're actually starting on a roster it's like called tenure. what tenure no it's um, it, baseball has a special word for it and it, it's one of the biggest argument points where it's uh, where basically you have to be on a team so you could be on a roster for five years and not play every night and oh, it's called service time it just popped to my head and your service time would count as three years. Mm. Before you're eligible for a new contract in baseball, it's five years of service time. So it can be seven years of paying on playing on no contract if you're not playing 162 games, which no one can do. That's and that's one of their biggest things is the service thing, the service time needs to be out the window. It needs to be actual calendar years. Yeah. We can't have, oh well, but you were here for X one time and I was here for XYZ. It's ridiculous. We're talking about superstars that are six years in getting paid two million dollars. And next year they're going to make 48. It makes no sense. Yeah. And there's no other sport where there's a room. I mean, imagine if football said, hey, DK Metcalf, you have to shut up and not ask for a trade and take your $1 million until you're 30. You'd be like, what? No way. Yeah. Like, no shot. So that's really frustrating. But I see a world where mid-April, early May is where we're seeing opening day and players aren't going to budge. They, they want that service time change. They want MLB things. They want minor league things changed. And they want... Yeah, I mean, they, they, I think they're not going to budge. At the end of the day, there is no baseball until the players decide to play. So the owners have to keep not forget that, man. There is no fucking baseball if they continue to say no. Yeah, that, that, yeah. They, I think they were coming up with a thing yesterday, but yeah. then they, uh, it just fell through. Yeah, and some of these articles... Reports. Wow, this is an hour ago. Yeah, so April... I thought... So it was April 9th or 10th, and now it's opening day. It would be April... 14th, that is as of one hour ago. That was the last-ditch effort to keep it up to 162 games. Oh, my God. Jackie Robbins today could be in jeopardy, which would piss off so many baseball fans because that's, I mean, a very, very big day yeah. for the sport. Everyone was 42. It's, it's just a very good day. That would be one day after the new proposed. So if the owners choose to milk this shit for longer than that, that's going to be something that's... People are like, wow, that's... So, the international MLB draft was supposed to be in 48 hours. That will not be happening. Mm. Yeah. So, this is going to be three consecutive years of not 162 games. It's expected little to nothing will happen. So, it said, we'll expect more next week. It's a shame. And I said it last episode, but there really is no reason for them not to have the MLBPA and the MLB owners in, an, in a conference room... For 12 hours a day, five days a week, let them go home to the family on the weekend. There's no reason not have them in there until you have a deal. There really isn't. Literally. It's a joke for them to come home and meet for 30 minutes every week and say we've made no ground. 
Yeah. It's really just comedy to me, but God, it's a shame. So, yeah, uh, I, I am in the camp of there might be a new league. It can't. It can't. You'd have to build baseball stadiums. <laughs> like that's the that'd be the biggest thing. There'd be nowhere for him to play. Yeah. Unless we're just gonna pay some colleges. <laughs> Dude, the, what what would happen though, and could happen, is KBO, the Korean Baseball League, that Mexico's real fishy just because of rules and playing in non-safe areas. But between the KBO and the eight, I mean, there's a hundred baseball leagues overseas yeah. that exist. They're good. Some of them are good. Take people good. That technically speaking, these guys could say, "Hey, later we're gonna go to Korea," and some and those Korean owners would. I mean, think about the TV deals they can get in five minutes. Literally. So it's really interesting. Just going out before we finish it up. Super interesting for the for Rob Manford and the owners to vote and sign on giving Apple TV games when there's not games to give them. So they just yeah. signed a deal to give them Apple's first Was it like, like last week or something? It was four days ago. Damn. So in the middle of that, on a day they took off from negotiations, the owners and commissioner met with Apple wrote, signed, and agreed on a deal. And there's no games. So, that is <laughs> it hurts my head. It hurts like, wow, you guys are... Was, was he really that confident? Your morals are that... Gonna be a deal going to be done? Yeah. I mean, the goal, obviously, is no matter what, to get some games. I mean, the goal is, like, if this shit runs into June, let's get 50 games. No games is, like, a... I mean, we could literally talk about a crumble of the MLB if we see no games. Because yeah. those bottom end players, not even bottom end, those non multi millionaire level players need the income. They're likely living a fast life with rents to pay and car bills to pay off that they can't afford with zero income. Yeah. So they get zero income. So yeah, but I'm excited to see how it all folds out. I really, really hope though that fuck that they can come up with something. And I, I right now I stand with the players. I think there are things that players could. Settle on, and they, at the end of the day, there's got to be a compromise. There right? has to be a compromise. I get that they want their things, but it can't be you do as I say or no. Because at some point, the owners are going to go, hey, man, but no, because we need something. Like we yeah. are still paying at the end of the day and keeping this league afloat. But yeah. God, it's a shame. It like, it's it's a bad look for a dying sport. Is all I've said. I've gotten more into it, but it really, it's still making It's a bad look for a dying sport, and any person that. We talk about, oh, I want to get more into baseball and you or something, you, yeah. when there's no sports. It's, it makes you not want to. Does yeah. it not? It makes you, wow, shitty commissioner, bad owner. This is horrible. What do I, I want to do this for? Like, functioned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That, I think, yeah. Screw MLB right now. Yeah. And then I can imagine Monday or Tuesday we'll have to do a super episode. Maybe even Tuesday, just because I don't want to rush it and put out terrible picks and really get more into NBA. We're getting really to that point where. Simmons has to be coming back. KD's back. Kyrie's dropping 50 pieces. LeBron's dropping 50 pieces. Tatum's dropping 50 pieces oh. in seven days. Yeah. So we're really getting that point. And then it's and it's time for teams to start heating up and in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoff form. So uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed this. Uh, I think our next episode will be on Monday. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. I think with our super, <laughs> super picks with uh, March Madness. So. Yeah. Hopefully everyone has a great weekend and see you Monday. Later.